Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. This episode is brought to you by Square. You may know Square for their cool-looking registers, but did you know they also help businesses get online? With Square, you get more than a website. You get a set of tools to help you sell products, book appointments, and take orders online fast. Learn how Square can make your business an online business at square.com slash go slash online. Tiger fans, welcome to episode 202 of the official Tiger Talk with the 1400 Club podcast, bringing you all the latest news, updates, and buzz surrounding your mighty JSU Tigers. I am the Corey C. Be sure to download and subscribe to the podcast to be notified of all future episodes. Apple Podcast listeners, rate and review the show, and everyone, follow Tiger Talk with the 1400 Club on Facebook, and Tiger Talk 1400 on Instagram and Twitter. It all helps the cause, which is the I love, Jackson State University. I have a very special guest joining me today. He's an award-winning sportscaster with over 35 years of experience covering major sporting events. Currently, he is the play-by-play voice for Texas Southern's football and basketball television games on AT&T Sportsnet Southwest. Mr. Butch Alcinor, welcome to Tiger Talk with the 1400 Club. Hey, Corey. What's up, man? Hey, man, I am happy to have you. I know you're staying very busy lately. I mentioned some of the things that you got going on and some of the things that you're involved in. Definitely want to talk to you about TSU football. But first, just tell us how is your college football season going so far this year? Well, it's been going great. Uh, this season, um, I did less TSU and more uh, overall SWAC. Um, and that's just because of the, the way it worked out. I had a situation where I worked out a, a deal with the uh, SWAC to be play-by-play for, you know, they had a big ESPN contract this year. And so there was an opportunity to do a lot of games and, and you can just feel the interest in the Southwestern Athletic Conference growing. And uh, uh, Dr. Charles McClellan uh, let me be a part of that. And I'll tell you what, I was uh, very happy to be a part of that. And uh, it's just been fun. It's been fun. We've, we've gotten to do, I think you and I were talking before, seven or eight games already. I think we have like literally seven games left to go so it's been mm-hmm. a fun year i mean it's been a competitive year uh, so many good games to call i mean so many upsets you know to this point so uh you know we've just enjoyed the heck out of it 
Absolutely. You know, it's so exciting seeing the growth of the conference and just seeing where it's headed. And I know with you being a part of that, you mentioned that ESPN deal is again, it's, it's huge. I know you're excited. And as I said, staying pretty busy. And I, I know you pro- you're probably appreciative of that, especially if you you know consider last season, how football was so limited and in some cases completely taken away in 2020 during the height of the pandemic. So I'm pretty sure you're happy to be so involved. In, and so, uh, again, staying so busy this season. Oh, no doubt. And you mentioned that, you know, because of COVID, obviously, there were some different things that had to go on. But with the bad, I mean, there's always some good. And, mm-hmm. and, and the good here was that the SWAC got to play their ball games in the spring. They did not play in the fall. So they moved everything to the spring to get the COVID protocols in place. That was like a blessing in itself because mm-hmm. there weren't a lot of people playing football in the spring. Uh, jump all over that because they didn't you know they had slots to fill but it put the, the football the product everything in balls and i and i think mm-hmm. that was just great for the swag as far as getting the attention you know you know that and, uh, uh, showcasing the talent of an opportunity uh to maybe play on the next level definitely definitely and we're looking forward to this game this weekend, one of the few games that won't be aired on the ESPN family of networks, of course, Texas Southern heading to Jackson to play Jackson State. And this is a very intriguing team that's coming to Jackson, three and five on the season, two and three in conference play. Seems like things have been sort of up and down for TSU. But tell us how this season has gone so far from your perspective. Oh, it's, 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 it's really gone. You know, the, they've been after week after week and the, and the, the thing about TSU, the defense in the football program as a whole, first of all, starts with Coach Clarence McKinney. He's come in. He's had a plan on how he wanted to do things. And step by step, you see them making progress after progress after progress. And, you know, I've talked to Coach McKinney a lot. And one of the things he said, man, if we ever get over that hump, if we could just mm-hmm. win a couple of games, you know, the guys would get the confidence and it would continue to grow. And that's what's happened. You know, they move Andrew Body in as the starting quarterback, the, the freshman, who, by the way, was the uh, SWAC Offensive Player of the Week this week. So he's a mm. dual-threat quarterback, and uh, he took over, and they just haven't missed a beat since he has become the quarterback. All of a sudden, they're scoring points on offense. I think they put up 59 this week, 59-17. Mm-hmm. You know, they knocked off Arkansas Pine Bluff. So, And it's amazing how contagious – Everything is, you know, once you start to win, once you see you can win and then you see what it feels like and then what you have to do to get there. So the Texas Southern team that Jackson State is playing this weekend is going to be a a lot different from the Texas Southern team that opened the season versus Prairie View at the beginning of the year. Wow. And you talked about how it's contagious. This team will be coming into town with some confidence and momentum after that dominant performance versus Arkansas Pine Bluff that you mentioned. Of course, 59-17 win. Texas Southern racked up almost 600 yards of offense. So do you think this team might have unlocked something there that could catapult them down the stretch? Well, there's no doubt. And, you know, and not just for down the stretch. It's something that's going to carry over to next year. Mm -hmm. Now, um, I'm not saying they're going to go to Jackson and upset the Tigers by, by any means. I mean, you know, we've done uh, two or three Jackson state games this year. And I tell you what, that, that defensive squad, I've never seen a defense like Mm -hmm. that. That's so aggressive as far as the way they pressure the quarterback and just pressure the offense 
and the way they run to the football. I mean, uh, Coach Prime and all those guys over there have done just a, a, a tremendous job uh, with that team on and off the field. But so, but what you're going to see is a much improved Texas Southern team. You're going to see a Texas Southern team that's a lot more competitive. And, you know, it's not like they're like the old days where they just go and you kind of know what the end result's going to be. It's just a matter of, you know, how you get there. I think this team, they're, like I said before, the confidence is growing. They're getting strong and strength, and they're seeing some of the results on the field, and, and that's what's carrying over for them. Absolutely. And I knew we, that we wouldn't get too far in it, into this podcast before Andrew Body's name came up. I think it took about two minutes. <laughs> and, <laughs> obviously, you know, a lot of the success has to do with uh, Mr. Body. Uh, just this past week against Arkansas Pine Bluff, 16 to 25, 270 yards, four TDs, along with 16 carries, 121 yards and a touchdown. I see why he was named Offensive Player of the Week, but he seems to be the offense. Well, he, he, yeah, no, he's a big part of it. You know, they had some very skilled receivers, you know, to go along with Andrew Body. But what happened, you know, this young man who's from uh, Corpus Christi, you know, he comes in and I, I can remember Coach McKinney saying at the very beginning, uh, they all knew how talented he was. It was just a matter of how fast would they bring him along. And they had another quarterback that started the year, Jalen Brown, who was also a young kid, you know, who also has a lot of potential and they wanted to check him out. And then things just weren't really happening uh, the way they wanted to. And I think coach wanted to keep the season from sliding in a different direction. And when he first put Andrew in there, it was just to, you know, get him a taste of it a little bit. And what he showed right from the start was this game at this level is not bigger than the young man was that Hmm. he was, you know, well-suited to handle all the pressures that come with playing at this level. Cause it's very difficult. I think for any player to come right out of high school and mm-hmm. jump in, especially at the uh, quarterback situation. That's why you look at what, uh, for example, what Shadour Sanders is doing for you guys at Jackson. It's just incredible. I mean, you know, the young man does not turn the football over. I mean, he's calm, cool. He's collected the entire game. So that's something very special when you have a young quarterback like that. And Andrew body is of the same mindset when you think about a young man who's coming in he's not going to panic he's not going to you know throw the ball away and the the main thing he's doing is working on uh you know protecting the football not taking unnecessary chances but then again you kind of incorporate that with just the raw talent his ability to throw the football you know to be able to see the completions before ahead of time putting the ball into an area and letting the receiver catch it whereas some of the quarterbacks in the past here, they would stand and you'd wait until the receiver was open and then they'd throw the football and by then it's too late mm-hmm. because you have the defensive back breaking on the ball. So with body, it's all, you know, it's all part of the uh, rhythm. It's all in rhythm. It's, it's all the timing of an offense. It's what you work on day after day in practice. And for a young man, he's, he's, he's picked it up extremely fast. Definitely extremely fast. Two very special freshmen will be going head to head this Saturday in Jackson. And, you know, when you talk about a body, just him coming in, you know, you never know with freshmen because that, uh, that transition to the college game, the speed of the game, sometimes it takes a little while. So I think it's, it's very impressive how quickly he's adapted and picked up on it. Great get by the staff. Obviously, you mentioned he's a local kid out of Corpus Christi, but he wasn't highly recruited despite the talent. You talked about how the staff knew how special he was. But why do you think he went largely overlooked? Was it size possibly a question mark, or was it just one of those things where he's just caught up in the huge football talent pool that is known as the state of Texas? Yeah, yeah. I think it's the latter. You know, uh, 
because I mean, the, the talent is there. You go to Cor- Corpus Christi, you know, I, I used to work with a guy who's from Corpus Christi and body played at his high school. And he's telling me how, man, that's just how excited the whole town was about this kid. So, you know, they knew how good he was. And I think uh, that's hard to explain. There's so much talent in Texas. You know, everybody can't get recruited by uh, UT or or Texas A&M or wherever. But this kid, a lot of people really knew was the real deal. And we're getting to see it a lot sooner than we thought we would see it. But I mean, no, I wish I had an answer for you, but I, I don't know how a guy like that plays. It has to be his size a little bit, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. But, you know, you get to college, you're going to grow. You know, you're going to get bigger, you're going to get stronger. So I, it, that's, a, that's a tough one to uh, put your finger on. Right, right. Now, he's undoubtedly the quarterback of the future. Is having that position solidify something that you think may affect recruiting for Texas Southern? You know, we talk about all the talent in Texas. Do you think that kids may look at that situation and say, I want to go there or I want to go play with Andrew Body? Oh, no, no. I I think it's only going to be a positive. And the reason why I say that is because, first of all, with everything that's gone on with COVID-19, it's changed all the eligibility requirements. I mean, you know, guys now are getting, you know, guys that have been certain places for a while, they're going to get five, six years, depending on whether or not they had a red shirt year or whatever. So that's making it a difference. And then you got the transfer portal that is allowing guys who graduate or, or finish their four years to jump and go to, to other schools. So it's almost like for, for college players that there's free agency out there. Mm-hmm. You know, for years and years, we've had a situation where the coaches could break their contracts and any time they could leave, they could go here, go there. And the, and the guys were kind of stuck. And, you know, that wasn't really a, a fair situation if you think about it, because the reason why you go to a college as a player, and I know because I was recruited and played college football, and you go there because of the person that's recruiting you, because of the head coach. And it just seems like a very unfair situation to the player. If you get there and then all of a sudden the coach decides the next year, adios, I'm taking a bigger job and I'm moving on. But I, I just think this is going to be a positive thing. It just has more eyes on everything. Now, to go back to what you're talking about, if I'm a high school quarterback and I see Andrew Body starting as a freshman, uh, you're mm-hmm. going to have to look at that. And you look at what's going on and, and what's the situation. Because guys are in and out now, in and out. And so you just have to do your homework now. You have to do more research. You have to find out because before you even sign out of school, you have to look at it. You may have a younger quarterback that you think is going to be there forever. And then he jumps in, in into the portal after a couple of years because he doesn't like being away from home. So you just have to kind of do more information. It's not like these guys, just because this team has three quarterbacks and it looks, it appears like they're stacked. You have to look deeper into that situation, do more research and see what's really going on, because that that's not, you know, uh, telling at all to what, what mm-hmm. could happen, because now there's so much more ability to move and there's so much more movement going on that it's just it's just hard to pin it down. I know what you're saying, that you look at a situation. Oh, God, man, they, those guys have, you know, two or three top quality quality quarterbacks. Why would caliber quarterbacks? Why would I want to go there? Well, just because they're there. It doesn't mean they're going to be there. You mm-hmm. know, you have to talk to the coaches, find out a little bit about their situation, find out what they're thinking, and, and that's how you kind of make your decision. But in a way, um, all these things have really kind of hurt high school recruiting because now uh, it just depends on what your philosophy is as a coach. Mm-hmm. Some coaches love bringing in their own talent and grooming their own talent, you know, straight out of high school. Other coaches are going the other way. 
Mm-hmm. Hey, if I can get a guy who will jump in the portal, he'll come in here. He's already got some playing experience. He'll be, you know, I can punch him in as a starter and let him rock and roll right now. So mm-hmm. that's where some of the uh, uh, issues comes in and all these things you can, you can kind of figure out and work through by, you know, kind of doing your research, but, but it's a little different now. It just depends on uh, what, what the coach, like I said, you have to know about the coaches. You have to know about the players on the team because some coaches like to build for themselves. Other coaches, you may have a team that's very, very close to a championship. All you're missing is a running back mm-hmm. or all you're missing is a, a top notch defensive lineman. Well, you may look to the portal because they're, they're going to be guys jumping in there. So it's a whole new world. I mean, this portal thing has, has changed the whole realm of college football. Definitely, definitely a huge impact across the board in college football. Uh, but going back to Andrew Body, he has this Texas Southern team, top five in offense in the SWAC, averaging over 30 points a game with 450 yards. And, of course, a lot of that has to do with him. He leads the team in both passing and rushing, which is a lot to put on the plate of any quarterback, but especially a freshman. So who are some guys on offense that Coach McKinney will look to to take some pressure off of Body, especially against this stout Jackson State defense? Well, first of all, like I said, they have some very talented receivers. I mean, there, there's no doubt about that at all. And, you know, they came into the season with some experienced running backs, too. You know, first of all, they came in, they have receivers like Keelan Davis, you know, Jaron uh, Johnson. I mean, he, you know, he's, he used to room with the other quarterback. I mean, they have some guys, Jonathan Giles, who actually uh, played with Patrick Mahomes over hmm. at Texas Tech. I mean, he, he is a young man who's really starting to develop here. You know, he's from the Houston area, uh, started out at LSU, uh, left LSU. Uh, like I said, it's been, I had a cup of coffee at Texas Tech, and now he's doing he's doing a whale of a job with Texas Southern, and, and they like him, and, and he's doing a great job. But you look at guys like uh, Proctor in the backfield, Ladarius Owens. I mean, like a lot of teams in the SWAC, Texas Southern has some skill players that can really go. And, and, and now what you're seeing is with the addition of body as the um, starting quarterback, you're starting to, they're reaping the benefit for some of these other talented guys. I mean, because mm-hmm. they have some, some guys to go to. Terrence Franklin has had times, you know, where he's done well. So they, they've got so many uh, uh, skill players that you're now getting introduced to more by having a quarterback who can spread the football around and also run the football. Mm-hmm. And on the flip side, this Texas Southern defense has been vulnerable at times this season. They're 12th in the SWAC, giving up 40 points per game, 33 per game in conference play, to be fair. Uh, but when you look at this defense, what are some things that you think this staff is probably working hard on this week to shore up heading into Jackson? Well, wh- one of the things that I think they look at at Jackson, and you, you, have to, you have to approach every game by stopping the run. And mm-hmm. that's been their philosophy. And they're lucky they have a guy like Julian Markintel who's been around for a while, I mean, at at linebacker. And, you know, he's just been, you know, an outstanding guy. I mean, DeMontario Anderson, you know, another guy on the defensive line. Uh, Michael Badajo, you know, was doing a great job on the defensive line, you know, just. uh, But I think they look at a game like facing someone like Jackson State, and it has to start with stopping the run. It really does. You have to take something away and kind of force them to do something that they don't want to do. Because the way Coach McKinney has explained it many a times, if you got a team comes out and they can run on you at will, then you're kind of helpless. Because if you kind of, you, you're stuck between a rock and a hard place because you can't stop the run, and then all of a sudden they'll pop up and throw it over your head. So uh, no doubt a quarterback like Shadur Sanders 
will create a, a different situation for them because he's a young man that, uh, you know, for Texas Southern, I, I feel like to really be in this ball game, they're going to have to get turnovers. Mm-hmm. And Sanders doesn't turn the football over much at all. I mean, he, he's completing close to 70% of his passes. And so they're aware of all of this. And so I, I would imagine one of their top priorities coming into this game is going to be to, you know, um, you know, see if they can force some turnovers and, and take advantage of some of those turnovers early in the ball game. Right. And I've noticed a lot of three and outs on with this offense uh, due to their probably their tempo. And they've also been very turnover prone in recent weeks. And this hasn't helped the defense out either. And I know you talked to Coach McKinney a lot. I would imagine that that's a huge area of concern, something that he's focusing on as well. Yeah, it always is. And what he, what he always says is, is, is we we need to go out and not beat ourselves. We need to go out and play disciplined football and, you know, not try to do get beyond what we are capable of doing. And he said that's the whole thing, and, and, and he's right about that. If you don't go out and make uh, silly, undisciplined mistakes, then you keep yourself in the ball game. You know, if you don't beat yourself, then you have a chance to be in there. And if you're in the ball game late in the game, anything can happen. I mean, we saw – I'll give you a perfect example of that. You saw Southern uh, knocking off Alcorn this weekend. Mm-hmm. And, you know, we had just done Southern, I think, the week before, and Prairie View went there for Southern's homecoming, and – Prairie View just, you know, ran them out of, out of the stadium. So you just never know in this league. I mean, you have to come ready to play. It sounds like a cliche that the coaches would say, but if you don't come ready to play, uh, you're, you're going to be upset. And right. then, and, you know, Southern, like I said, got beat up pretty bad by Prairie View, but yet they came back the next week and they knocked off Alcorn. Mm-hmm. So uh, there's just no rhyme or reason to it. You know, we, we, we did uh, – uh, Florida A&M over the weekend, Grambling and Florida A&M. And the week before, Florida A&M played uh, Mississippi Valley. Well, Florida mm-hmm. A&M led Mississippi <laughs> Valley 17 nothing at one point in that game. And then at the end, mm-hmm. they had to hang on to win like 31-28. So yeah. they barely got by. So that's where all to, to tie it all up, it's just if you don't beat yourself, if you don't make the silly mistakes, if you don't do these things to put yourself in a bad position – then if you, you, you'll be in it late in the ball game and mm-hmm. anything can happen. And that's what we're seeing in the SWAC. We're seeing some competitive games. Yeah, yeah we're seeing it. And you said it, man, you, you just never know. <laughs> you never know in this SWAC, but yet and still a tall task ahead for TSU. Jackson State, of course, what the, the top ranked team in HBCU football, undefeated in the SWAC, top 25 FCS team. So if you're Texas Southern, what are some things that have to take place in order for you to leave Jackson with the win? Well, you have to find uh, some way to not let Jackson State's defense, like, take over the game. Mm-hmm. I mean, sometimes uh, those guys can be overwhelming with the pressure that they provide. I mean, I, I mean, seriously, it's just like, it's just unrelenting. And so you have to get yourself into a situation where, you know, James Houston and those guys, mm-hmm. you know, they, they come to play every week. As you know, mm-hmm. you, you, you've seen them, but you got – Antoine Owens, uh, James Houston, you know, those guys do a great job up front. And then you got Aubrey Miller at linebacker. So I think the whole thing about it is the the TSU offense, they're going to hope to control the ball some, keep it away from Shadour and the offense. And at the same time, to do that, I would think they'd have to run the ball. Because Mm -hmm. if you don't establish any kind of run and you try to pass against that defense, it, it could be, you know, it could be kind of a long day and he doesn't want to get, I'm sure coach McKinney doesn't want to get into a situation where, you know, they're Mm -hmm. playing from behind or you don't want to get in a situation where you could get your young quarterback taking a lot of unnecessary hits. Mm -hmm. 
Mm-hmm. So that that's something else that you got to think about in this game. So I just really think it all starts with uh, for Texas Southern with the Jackson State defense, and you have to find some way to make those guys not get comfortable, you know, to where they can just sit there and they just co- come after you, you know, spread the ball a- a- around a little bit, go wide, go short, do do some things to kind of mix it up to where you're not predictable. Because I- I've seen this guy, you know, when the, when when Jackson State has a lead late in the game, I mean, they come after you, mm-hmm. and it's 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 pretty relentless watching yeah, them just get a, get after people. Absolutely. Uh, we ought to mention that, that Dennis Thurman, too, has done such a great job with that defense. Mm-hmm. I mean, putting that together. I mean, it's just it's been awesome to watch those guys get after the football. Sure thing. Sure thing. And going back to Coach McKinney, before we get out of here, you, you mentioned him earlier. You talked about his plan and, and the progress and how this team has, you know, you've seen the improvement. He's in his third season now with the program, and he really faced a major rebuilding job when he got there. When you look at what he's trying to build, what do you think is the ideal identity of a Coach McKinney-led program in order for them to become a serious contender year in and year out? Well, they're getting there. I mean, that, that, that's a good point that you say that. He, he wants them to be a well-disciplined, you know, explosive-type offensive uh, team. Uh, but he wants them to be sound. And the whole thing about it was it, that you're exactly right when you say it did start almost from the ground up. And that's why that first year um, – I don't think anybody was really concerned about it. I mean, you know, if you watch practice, if you've been around Coach McKinney, you know he's a guy who knows what he's talking about. I mean, he's 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 been at every level, you know, considering he was as an assistant, you know, at U of H, at A&M, at Arizona. You know, he, he's been a head coach, you know, after he played at Jack Yates. So that's the other thing you need to understand, that for him, being at TSU is something special. Mm-hmm. I mean, he grew up right across the street almost from Texas Southern. I mean, he wow. he's very familiar with the area. He went to Jack Yates High School. You know, he coached at Jack Yates High School. So for him, Texas Southern is just, it, it's it's a special situation. And he wants to be successful there really well. As bad as everybody wants to have a winning football program there, I mean, he wants it. I mean, it's personal for him. You know, it's it, it's a job. He, he wants to win not only for himself, but he wants to win for the school. So, I mean, that, it's just a, it's a big part of it for him. And he's laid the foundation. And now you've seen you're starting to see some of the fruits of his labor come to fruition there with uh, especially with the play of young Andrew Body. He's he's come in and he started to get everything to click, you know, uh, you know really at the right time for them. So I'll, I'll be interested to see, um, you know, how they're doing um, uh, this weekend. You know, I'll, I'll sure. be in the booth for the uh, Alcorn at Bethune-Cookman game. But uh, mm. uh, like, I'll be checking in on you guys. I think you guys kick a couple of hours after we do. We have an early game. It's like an 11 o'clock kick. So mm-hmm. I think uh, TSU is 1 o'clock, if I'm not mistaken. Right. Absolutely. All right. Well, hey, you know, it's been a pleasure talking to you. We look forward to hosting Texas Southern. Safe travels to the players, the staff, the fans, everyone who will be headed to Jackson. Now, while even though we welcome you to Jackson, you know, personally, Butch, I like it when the game is in Houston so I can take part of some of that good old Papa those that you can have over there. So I will miss out on that this year. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Get you some Frenchies next time you come in, man. So okay. at the game, you know, come up to the press box. We'll get you hooked up. Gotcha. Gotcha. All right. Well, I appreciate it, man. Before I let you go, man, let us know about your media company as well. Yeah, no, no, no. Just, I'm not doing as much as that during the fall because obviously, um, you know, I'm doing all of these games and stuff, but no, that's been a, that was a whole different thing for me because that was really 
you know, doing commercials and, and doing voiceovers and and, and, and and that was kind of a, a different kind of thing. But it was it was enjoyable. You know, sometimes it's good to branch out and, and, and do a lot of that. But uh, lately, I haven't been doing as much of that as I've been doing the football and um, the basketball aspect of it. You know, and I kind of miss I don't know whether we're going to do um, uh, two years ago. We did like 22 Texas Southern basketball games on AT&T Sportsnet. And that's when Cynthia Cooper hmm. uh who's now the women's basketball coach at Texas Southern and also, uh, uh, you know, superstar from the Houston Comets uh, doing their championship yeah. runs. And uh, she's the head coach now. So uh, I don't know if, if, if we're going to do a large number of games this year or how that's going to work. But if we do do the games, we're definitely going to miss Coop. Maybe there's some kind of way we could hook her up on the sidelines and okay. kind of do like a, a live, like almost like we're playing a video game or something. Mm-hmm. You bet. You bet. All right. Well, again, I've enjoyed it. And uh, last but not least, let our listeners know how they can follow you on social media. Are you on Twitter or any of those outlets? Yeah, I'm, I'm on I'm on Twitter and I'm on uh, Instagram and it's my last name. My name is Butch and last name is A-L-S-A-N-D-O-R. And uh, just check me up there. It's under my name. So uh, would love to have you some new followers and I'd be glad to follow you back. Perfect. Perfect. Will do. All right. Well, thanks again. And again, I know you said you'll be heading over to Daytona. So you definitely have a safe flight over there and back home. Thank you, sir. All right. And that'll do it for episode 202 of Tiger Talk with the 1400 Club. Thank you to all of our listeners. And again, be sure to download and subscribe to the podcast. Apple Podcast users, rate and review the show. And everyone, follow Tiger Talk with the 1400 Club on Facebook and Tiger Talk 1400 on Instagram and Twitter. I cannot stress the importance of this enough. We're looking to do some big things with this platform to aid the athletics department. And it all starts with you. Downloading, subscribing, rating, and reviewing the show. And tell every Tiger that you know. We're on all podcast outlets. Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, and so on. And we'll be posting each episode on our Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter pages. As always, thanks for your support. Go Tigers. Hashtag I Believe. Hashtag Pack the Vet. Hashtag The I Love. Hashtag Get Well Coach Prime. ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile and the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time there's granger offering professional grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need plus you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you call clickgranger.com or just stop by granger for the ones who get it done